Recorded live. Oh, God, so love the world that he gave his only begotten son. That who so ever believes on him, they should not perish, should not perish, but they shall have, they shall have everlasting life. Oh, God, so love the world that he gave his only begotten son, that who so ever believes on him. Should not perish. They should not perish, but they shall have. They shall have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. God bless you, children of God. We do greet you all in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our strength and our redeemer, our very present help in a time of trouble. We thank God for being who he is and for doing what he does. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kenston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. Those of you that are seeing us on YouTube, we thank God that he has allowed us the opportunity to get back. We didn't didn't know if we would be back. Uh, The devil said we would not be back. But he's a liar and the father of all lies. God has brought us back. It has not been easy. I could tell a story, but I'm not going to do that. But it has not been easy. But God has been faithful. We give him all praise. We give him all glory. We give him all honor. For those of you all that have been worshiping with us, you know we are working on our most recent topic entitled what? What God can do. Thank God because we understand that our God is a God of power. Our God is a God of perfection. Our God is a God of overcoming what seems to be obstacles. And there's nothing that is impossible for our God except for that which he wants to be impossible, which God doesn't want to sin. God can't sin. God doesn't want to lie. He can't lie. Only things that are impossible to God are things that God wants to be impossible. 
we're going to be looking at Galatians chapter 6 with a very special focus on verse 7. Galatians chapter 6 with a very special focus on verse 7. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Once again, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Still working from our theme, what? What God can do. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we give you all praise. We give you all glory. We give you all honor. We give you thanks, Father, for allowing us to do your good, pleasing, and perfect will. Have mercy on us, Father. Forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive those who have sinned against us and are debtored against us. Speak to us, Father, that we may speak to your people and that your people may be blessed, that your people may be encouraged, uplifted, and that your name may be glorified. These and all of the blessings we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, that the people of God say amen, amen, and amen. Galatians chapter 6 deals with doing good to all individuals. We have a responsibility as children of God to do good. To everybody, if you're ever wondering how you're supposed to treat people, how you're supposed to do people, how you're supposed to do in church or on the job or in the community, we're supposed to always do good. Whether we're being done good or not, whether we're being treated well or not, whether we're being, being uh, we're supposed, as children of God, God expects us to do good, whether good has been done to us. God's still looking at us as his children and saying, you do what? Good. Scripture lets us know in verse 1 that if someone is caught in a sin, it says, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. Now, now this is very important, children of God. We've got some movable parts in here. First of all, this is addressed to brothers and sisters. This is not something that is going out to the world. This is not something that's going out to the unsaved. God says brothers and sisters. He's talking to his children in this matter. He says if someone is caught in a sin. Now, is a difference between being caught in a sin and somebody confessing a sin. It's a difference being caught in a sin and, 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 and people believing that you sin. The Bible says if someone is caught, in a sin, even it, at, at the point of being caught in the sin, the scripture says, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. Well, why? Why Why can't we just go off on people when they have been caught in the sin or when they have been doing wrong? Why? Because God knows that you and I sin too. Now, God knows that you that the next time it might be us. That's why he says if someone is caught in the sin, 
Restore the person gently. Why? Because God said it could be it could have been you that was caught in your sin. It could have been you that was caught in your iniquity. Don't think that because you weren't caught in your sin that you don't have sin. It could have been you. And don't you want to be dealt with gently if you are caught in your sin? So God says, if someone else is caught in their sin, restore them what? Gently. But watch yourself now. So, Or you may also be tempted. The scripture says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now, children of God, that's what we want to be focusing in on, the law of Christ. Not so much man's laws. See, not as much as the law of Christ. In other words, how does God want this thing done? See, you can make it into heaven by fulfilling the law of Christ. You know, you, 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 you might not make it into heaven trying to fulfill man's law. So we want to be, we don't have to worry, even though we might be mistreated by men. If we are fulfilling Christ's law in the earth, God is going to make sure our soul has an eternal resting place. It might not be the case fulfilling man's law. You might not be, you might not guarantee you a place with God. So we want to make sure that we fulfill what? The law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something, when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions, then they can take pride in themselves without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Now, now look at God's desire for each one of us to do our part. God does not desire for people to have to come in and do for you. And it, uh, uh, uh. We should have a desire in us because it is God's desire to carry our own load. Even if God may God foresee something may happen where we may be injured or we may have problems, we should be working so that we can do what? Carry our own load. Each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word. Now that's you all out there. I'm the one giving instruction, but I have to receive instruction from the Lord as well. But you all that are receiving instruction from this broadcast, from this ministry, from this, from, from anyone who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Now, that's that's God's word, not mine. I just believe it, that if someone has spoken in your life words that have blessed you spiritually, you should should they not re- receive a material harvest? If someone has given you words that has helped you to be a success, helped you to do well, helped you to to be somebody in this in this life, shouldn't you share with them material? Uh, shouldn't they receive from you material or material harvest? See, you don't get to where God. See, that's like one of the ways you can tell that whether people understand that where they are, they are there from God or they're there on their own. If you are there from God and you understand that it is God, you will remember those who have helped you to get there. Amen. Don't be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Now, that that is what we want to, to focus in there. Because what we're talking about is what God can do. What God can do is make sure a man reaps what? What he sows. He might get you early. He might get you late. He might get you in this life. He might get you in the next. But rest assured that God 
one thing God is going to do is that he's going to make sure that men and women reap what they have sown. So we want to sow good seeds, children of God. We want to try to sow as many good seeds as we possibly can because what we sow and what we're putting in the ground, it's going to come up. It's going to come up, whether we like it or not, whether we, we want it or not. What we, what we are sowing, we're going to have to reap that. Now, uh, a, a good example to you uh, is how you treat the church. Just keep that in mind. That's a good um, testing ground because the church is God's business. The church is God's, it's what God is really concerned about. And how we treat the church, with that treatment is going to come back to us at one time. Remember the Apostle Paul, how he chased the Christians around prior to salvation, how he was a blasphemer and a persecutor of the church and a violent man. But as soon as he got saved and started preaching the gospel, what did he have to go through in his ministry? Every city, every time he went into persecution, hardships, beatings. Well, why? Because that's how he treated God's people. So what we want to do, we want to make sure that, that we try to treat the church, to treat God's people, try to treat the things that are important to God as good as we possibly can so that good will come back to us in the name of Jesus. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. God come back and tell us in verse 8, Whoever sows to please their flesh. Now, we got two natures at, at work in us at, at, at all times as children of God. We got our fleshly nature. We got our spiritual nature. God says a man who sows to please the flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. That same flesh that you, 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 you sowed in to make it feel good, now it's making you feel real bad. Huh? That flesh that you, that you work so hard to make it so, so that it could, it could be just like you want it. Now it's being just like you don't want it. Then, uh-huh. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit. And this is what God wants us to do. And we're going to close out on this. From the spirit will reap eternal life. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice is that you will sow to please the spirit. Listen to me, children of God. No matter what it seems like, no matter what it looks like, pleasing the spirit is always the best way to go. Because pleasing the flesh will end in destruction. Pleasing the flesh will end in pain. Pleasing the flesh will, it will end in some stuff that you don't like. But pleasing the spirit will always end in eternal life. May God bless you, children of God, and may heaven smile on you.